It had just been a shitty week for me from the beginning. It had all started when I was heading into Crystal River to pick up some money from the bank. Now, probably I should have known there was bad luck on the horizon when my horse got stolen and I had to replace it with something less than a thoroughbred. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 80, and today we are talking about Maverick. I am Sean Ord, and joining me tonight is Chad. You poked me in the eye, Evans. Better than being a gutless ginger. Oh wow! I'm sorry about the ginger part. That was just that was that was uncalled for. That was above the head. I can tell you. I mean, uh, below the belt. I mean, uh, um, yeah, Uh, eight episodes. That's uh, that's that's a milestone. That is that is something. I can tell you've been living with Sam too long. Uh, (laughs) Cornelius, I hope you can swim, Logan. I'm getting too old for this. (laughs) Oh, that might come up later, and. Lastly, Dan, uh, Scott, uh, Sam, Vector. <laughs> Thank you, Commodore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, th- I think that's what I'm going to call you tonight, Commodore. Commodore? I'm okay with Commodore. that. He's. I a- love that nickname. I would. I would love. To, you know. Obviously, we can't give ourselves nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> Scout. Um. <laughs> but. Oh. Shots fired. Inside joke to someone who's not here. But I, if I had a nickname, I'd give myself. It would be Commodore. Yeah, Commodore. Has to be the best military-based nickname out there. It's one of them. I like Commodore. It's like, I don't know why that reminded me, Sam, of that episode of Big Bang Theory when Howard Wallace is about to go into be an astronaut, and he wants them to call him Rocket Man. And so, like, (laughs) he, like... Fakes like Sage and everything, like like he his buddy calls him so that Rocket Man plays on his phone, but then his mom from the background screen, she wants a Fruit Loops, and so for the rest of the, the show they call him Fruit Loops. So, like I feel like that's the same thing. Like Sam's like trying to find a way that we can we would all start calling him Commodore, and we all end up calling him you know something completely different, you know, by mistake. It's just funny. How um, about Jackass? <laughs> that works too. Arthur, I'll the, answer to just about everything. Arthur the Jackass. Um, right, so pull up a comfy chair and let's dive into to Maverick. Uh, well, what is Maverick? Well, uh, I will tell you once I find it on... Here it is. Maverick. Brett Maverick, needing money for a poker tournament, faces various comic mishaps and challenges, including a charming woman thief. Bert. That's right, a charming yeah, Bert. woman Bert. thief. Bart. Uh... Uh, yeah, so, um, ni- this is two, wait, not 2000s, what is this movie? Wait, what? <laughs> Maverick, 1994. 1994 is Maverick. So this will be our second Mel Gibson joint that we've seen, right? Let's see, Payback. And this one, right? We haven't done anything else. 
So that's payback, another... Chad. By the way, payback. Didn't oh, we yeah, watch yeah, the yeah. Patriot? I, I saw that one. No, we've not seen the Patriot. Though it feels like we should. Patriot have. games. That's right. That's yeah. that. Would... Chad watched the Patriot. Right. Um, this is our first Richard Donner film, right? I don't think we've done any of his other films, though. We did do a couple Blitzens in uh, at least one Rudolph. I feel like we yeah. should definitely do more Richard Donner films. In case you're wondering, <laughs> like, who who's Richard Donner? Well, he's the guy that did like the first Superman. Oh, he did Timeline. So we did. We have seen a Richard Donner film. That's right. Yeah. Um, he did all three, all four. Sorry, of the Lethal Weapons. Um, hence the yeah, uh, yeah yeah yeah. Hence he also did the Goonies. So yeah, we gotta give him some. Mm-hmm. some, some good... and, and I hear they're coming out with a sequel to Goonies, and that scares me. I have in heard, so many ways. I have heard that. Basically, Hollywood has completely run out of ideas. <sighs> completely. Mel Gibson, yeah. Jodie Foster star in this film. Um, Chad, we do yes. this, we do this every week, or at least every episode that you're on. You be, you must start us, sir. I will start. Well, you know, it was an old. It was a. I knew when I woke up one morning, and and my pappy always said, "Son, <laughs> when you wake up, make sure you get out of bed." Well, nice words that, happy had. That, that should have been your intro. Like, what is happening? <laughs> that was funnier than, than you insulting me. Um, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. This, this insult was still <laughs> no, pretty good. No, no. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I remember watching this movie many, you know, when it came out. And, you know, when the country music that was played was actually relevant. Right. <laughs> um, and I was kind of like, I, I, you know, I really liked it then. Looking back, I mean, there are kind of a couple moments that are like, ha ha ha, yeah. Um, oh, he paid the guys to beat for the for him to beat him up, and it's all just a big scam, blah blah blah. And then the country music started, and I was like, no, the the montage, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, yeah. Oh, I was I was waiting for the the sound effect, but oh, that's okay. Oh. Get to that later. Um. Sorry, I was uh okay. You want it now? Here you go, right in your face. There you go. Yes, yeah, so the montage, the poker playing montage. There was like three montage. of them. And, and we all knew what was gonna happen. I mean, that's just kind of it just led up to it. Blah 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 blah. And then we get the the double cross and 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 the whole story comes out. It's like, oh now it makes sense. So uh, did I like it? Yes and no. Yes, in that it was kind of nostalgic. I kind of, you know, enjoyed it a little bit. But is it a good movie? Probably not. There's a lot of, you know, I don't know. I liked it. I'll, 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 um, it's going to be above a five for me. Oh, okay. Wow. Just go ahead and. Spoiler alert! Jeez, <laughs> I didn't say what it was gonna be. I just <laughs> you gave just you said a what, you just said what it's not gonna be. Well, I mean, you know, and okay. I mean, I guess I'll that's smack not smack you in the face with a shit encrusted shovel. <laughs> that's not. No. Uh, there's another spoiler. Um, that's, <laughs> I guess it's not necessarily a spoiler if you say Star Wars. It's not uh, Star Crash. You know, it's, it's not. It's not. Necess- you know, what I'm saying it's not necessarily a spoiler. Uh, corny. Um, I remember liking this a lot the first couple times I saw it. It was fun, made me laugh. Um, uh, and 
damn it if this uh if this podcast is uh kind of ruined that for me this time around. <laughs> Don't you hate <laughs> when that happens? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I try to live off the nostalgia, and uh, just uh, just just wasn't ripe. Um, they had its moments. It was uh, <laughs> infinitely better than uh, Transformers: uh, Age of Extinction. But I may not be watching this one again. Okay. Oh wow. All right. Uh, Sam. Uh, I haven't seen this one in a while. Probably saw it back in the '90s on VHS or something like that. Yeah. They're renting from the uh, from the movie rental store that you actually go to and go in and you know ye old blockbuster or ye old blockbuster family video or whatever um and yeah i I was trying to think of how to describe this movie to you guys because you know in high school i actually dated women and i know you guys don't have a whole lot of experience with that wow what a jerk so so i was trying to compare you know it's kind of like seeing an old flame again i love this movie i i really love the uh the twists and turns that it takes, even though you know what's coming. Um, of course, you know, the first time you see this movie, you don't see the twists until it happens. And it's a heck of a lot of fun from the, uh, from the racism of the Indians to, uh, <laughs> to, um, you know, the whole dynamic to, between, to the racism uh, against Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. The dynamic between Russell Crowe and, uh, Julia Dreyfus or whatever her name is. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Remotely okay. <laughs> but it's just a lot of fun to watch. I have a blast with this movie. I laugh out loud and it, especially today was a day I needed to laugh and it was a it was a good laugh movie. I enjoy it. Oh good. Um I want to live in this world by the way. Right? But right. I don't want to be like caught up in all these little schemes. But I want to be like the fly on the wall that watches it all unravel. You want to be like Brett's buddy. Yeah. That doesn't owe him money. Yeah. It seemed like everybody owed him money. Yeah. So <laughs> what, that says one of two things. Either he just gives people money just willy-nilly all the time, or uh, he's just too nice of a dude or something. I don't know. Um, anyway, this has been a long time since I've seen this movie also. Uh, it, it probably has probably was the last time was probably on VHS in the 90s yep. or so. But all the videotapes, all of the videotapes, uh, I, I still think this movie is funny. And in fact, yes. this time when I'm watching it, I actually think certain things that I didn't get when I was younger, I think are funny now. Like, <laughs> you know, like I always thought it was kind of funny. Uh, you said the, the Indian racism part. Like, I always thought it was kind of funny when Graham Greene comes out and his accent is just, it's just his slightly, because he's Canadian. I think he's Canadian. Like, it's just his normal accent, right? <laughs> and I thought that was kind of funny. I, like, I always thought that was kind of funny. But then, like, the the part when he, he's like, he's mad because he has to do the Indian thing. Like, we're all used to, like, what we you know, how a white man, he's like, bunch of assholes. Like, like it's so funny to me, like. <laughs> Because like that's what that's kind of what like what we're used to, you know, and and we're and I, the movie is making fun of like every Western trope ever, you know, like oh <laughs> cowboys kill Indians all the time, and um, 
there's it, it turns a lot of those tropes on its head. Corey and, and Feldman it. was in this movie? Wait, what? Corey Feldman was one of the bank robbers in this movie. Huh. It, it must have only been because he was looking for a paycheck and he was like, hey, can I get one last, you know, whatever, you know, because the Goonies, you know, and he's like, yeah, yeah. okay, sure. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sorry, I was just going through, obviously I'm going through the, uh, the uh, trivia. No, not the trivia. The uh, just Cast the IMDb. Of, yeah, Cast just a page. Of, uh, yeah, because I was trying to remember. Yeah, he. Yeah, Graham Greene's Canadian. I thought that I, I got that right. Um, so, in, in your minds, then, what what makes a western? In my what does that take place? What does west? a western absolutely have to have to be a, a, a quote unquote western? Guns. Yeah, it, it has to be dirty and like everyone kind of is smells. Yeah. Um. So essentially, I don't know, everybody looked pretty clean in this. Well, everyone named Brett Maverick. Bert. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like Alfred Molina, man, like he looked like he had not bathed in years. So he was uh, getting ready for that whole Spider-Man gig, I guess. But in Spider-Man, he's all clean and doctorish. This one, he's <laughs> an old octave. Uh, Wasn't octave. he also the guy in Indiana Jones? Yes. You throw me, throw me the, throw me the, the idol. You, I give you the whip. That guy. Okay, that's, that's what I, I that's thought. That's like his first role. Um, yeah, that's he's him. in everything. I'm I'm actually super impressed that you got that, Sam. Yeah, why? Just well, I mean, you recognize. What do you mean, why? <laughs> After you recognize 80... certain faces, you can see them over and over. I don't, again. Just I don't care I don't remember about. It, I don't care you know, about people in Hollywood and their names and their faces don't matter if they're not interesting. That he was in that movie for three minutes and you remembered him from ten years earlier. That's, yeah. it, that's funny. You make me laugh, Sam. Um, well, good. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, uh, is it? Oh, good. I, I was starting to wonder. Um, like I said, Richard Donner did this thing. Uh, writers were Roy Huggins. I don't know why I read that. I just wanted to. Oh, he was part of the TV show for Maverick. Uh, this is based on a TV show, in case you weren't familiar with that. It was an old TV show called Maverick, which, of course, James Garner starred in. Hey. As Brett Maverick, and of course, throughout the gag, throughout the whole show, is that they kept getting his name wrong. Um, it was a comedy. This movie is the Western version of what, and it took me a while to kind of put this into thought. It was actually literally until like when Corny was giving his intro before it kind of solidified into an actual thought. This movie is the Western version to me of a Knight's Tale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's like a little off. Yeah, it's in terms a, of there's something not quite right with the world. Yeah, yeah, they're they're playing electric guitar solos on those bugle things, you know, and they're making like modern day references, like her Nike symbol and stuff like that. Like they're doing all these things that are uh, anachronisms. I think that's the word. Wow. Like, yeah. Where like, do you dig that out of? Uh, Someone's been reading Google. Yeah. Well, they. <laughs> in 100% fairness to myself, on IMDb, when you go under what's it called, uh, goofs. They have yeah. them broken down into like continuity errors, and then one of them is anachronism, which means basically something is out of time. You know, like that gun that he used in this movie said in 1895 wasn't built, you know, wasn't purchased or uh, produced until 1903. So that couldn't have happened, stuff like that. So well, that just that just proves it. Muffin butt. Marty, Marty McFly and Doc Brown found <laughs> a way to get this gun. <laughs> I don't think that was actually the 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 trivia. I was using that as example, but Marty, <laughs> Marty, we got to make it done. How did we get go, Marty? Go find Butt. Brett. Uh... It's, it's Brett. 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 Doc. It's Brett. 
<laughs> Whatever. We need to play guitar, but there's no power. I will make power. <laughs> um, good. Did I'm gonna ask this question? Did Jody Foster's accent drive you guys a little crazy? Yes, yeah, because it's so darn fake. Yeah. Oh, I hate a bad southern accent. And I think that's because we're from the south, and we know yeah. what actual southern accents sound like, especially you, Sam, since you're yeah. married to one. Yes. Um, just a it, just a southern accent. Hold on, isn't she like from Kentucky? No, uh, who? Kimberly Jody Foster. Oh, no, Jody Foster. Foster. I was like, oh, Kimberly's from New Jersey. Yeah, she's well. No, she was. She's from Pennsylvania, isn't it? That she was born in New Jersey. Was she? Yep. Uh, uh, but grew up in Charleston, which. Somehow, right. in the four years she was there, <laughs> yeah, like just she ruined... acclimated to the uh, to the culture really, really quickly. <laughs> yeah, Sam's uh, first name actually has uh, two syllables. Sam. Sam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> our favorite in high school, uh, his wife Kimberly and myself went to high school together, and her our favorite one to pick on her was biology, which she would say biology, which was always hysterical. So, anyway. <laughs> It's funny if you know Sam's wife. Um, yeah, Alicia Christian Foster, also known as Jody Foster. Oh, was born in Los Angeles. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, Pardon she's me. born in L.A. I think you're thinking of um, Ashley Judd. Judd. Yeah, she's from Kentucky. because She's always at the Kentucky Wildcat games driving me crazy. Why? It's like, oh, I don't know why. I mean, like, Kentucky basketball, I mean, they've only been good for like, I mean, they were good for a long time and then they were bad for like 10 years and now they're really good again. And she was always there. But for some reason now, it just, I just don't like Kentucky basketball. So I, <laughs> I just kind of associate all things Kentucky basketball. I just kind of hate. Um, that's fair. That's, that's fair. Is, is that because they've, they're, they're pretty good compared to your, uh, your no, team? No, no, but I'm not going to go there. Why? Especially on this podcast. Um, yeah. For, for for various reasons. Where did you go to college? Where did I go to college? I went to App State, Appalachian all right. State University. So you're you're alma mater all the way, right? Yes. Every, right. Good for you. All the time. There's nothing worse than those people that go oh to one gosh, college. Oh my gosh! Somebody silence your phone. You're, you're killing me. Um. <laughs> yeah. In fact, App State played the college that I work at now, and I was there with Corny, in my app gear, and people that I work with were like, "Dude, you're wearing the wrong colors." I'm like. <laughs> No, I'm not. And then, and then, <laughs> then Sean, he started slapping people, and we're like, "Sean, yeah, he was like, like, hey, I'll run this pace." Hey, this is this is my place. And then UNC Charlotte won, which was kind of sad. Um, it happens. It does. Well, happen. it is basketball, and app basketball is. So. Yeah, I know exactly. Wait until next year we play <sighs> football. Or it's not different. Anyway, no one ladies, else cares. God, say, ladies, it's all it's all part of Sean's really long con. Yeah, that's oh. what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, sorry, guy who is in um, Canada who listens to our show, and you have no idea what we're talking about. I'm sorry. I was um, like, our, our, the, the team was so bad that uh, there was an actual real opportunity for me to be on it when I was, when I was at App to give you any, any indication of how bad this team might have been. Uh, yeah. So, um, so the cons. Let me ask you this. Okay. Uh, you know, Genghis? watching it... The- yeah, Watching like it this good. time through, uh, through, you know, CSR glasses, there were some cons that I saw happen that are like, really, did that really need to happen? Does that make sense? Benedict Cumberbatch made a good one too. Yeah, he did make a good con. Um, I like. I always thought that the paying the guys to beat him up gag was actually really clever because yeah. he he. 
he establishes really early on in the movie that he's a coward and that he that's just that's just his nature he's just he's a coward now whether he actually is we don't i mean he he kind of whatever you know throughout the movie he kind of slightly contradicts himself multiple times but <laughs> but he, maybe he's conning up i think that's the point i think that actually is part of the point um that is part of the overall arcing con um uh, that one didn't bother me. I'm trying to think of some of the ones that actually kind of did bother me. Or what were the ones you're thinking of, Sam? The ones that were like, like, did you really have to do that kind of? Well, yeah, I didn't quite understand. I mean, if you work it backwards, you know, and, and of course, spoilers galore here. He's working with his father to get the half, half million dollars, right? Yeah. So he had, you know, so the plan was either. Bert would win, or, or the guy would steal the money. Yeah. Right. Well, Bert won, so why do you have to steal the money first of all? Right. Okay. First of all, it's Brett. Second. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, uh, he wasn't supposed to be there. Okay. Right. Oh, who? But who? Mm. Okay. So here's the thing. All right. So I didn't want to get to this. This is soon, but it doesn't matter. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. So this is the last note that I wrote, and I literally wrote like a paragraph. And it didn't affect me until this showing or viewing of the movie, right? So your point, Sam, yeah. is if the two of them are working together as father and son, then why didn't he just let Brett win the money and just leave? If the whole point was always for them to be together, yeah. you know, in those bathtubs, drinking cigars and smoking brandy. That's not how it works. It's the other Wait, what? <laughs> anyway. What's on? Sorry. <laughs> And can um, I have some? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a um, uh, Moscato wine. It's pretty good, actually. Um, anyway, what was I going to go? Oh, so the point is, is that so? Here's my point. So he 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 robs the place, right? And then yep. we don't know that. All we see is him robbing it. And then later, James Coburn shows up, which is our second James Coburn movie with Mel Gibson. Anyway, the Commodore shows up, and then the Commodore double crosses the um coop right and then yeah. mel gibson shows up and just the quote unquote just the nick of time which of course coop told him where to come right and yeah and so you have that whole scene and then like you know coop is like i've never committed a cold-blooded murder in my life and i'm not and i won't until i get to maverick which is a cheat because that was only for the audience to make us think like he's still not his dad right that would not have actually happened yeah. I, I i actually well, hate that hold on I'm, I'm getting there i promise i'm getting there so then later on when they're in the bathtubs, right? He says, there's Weird. nothing better than cheating a cheater. And he says, that's yeah. one cheater who will never touch a deck of cards again. So was the whole point of him, quote unquote, fake stealing the money so that he could actually turn in the Commodore to the actual authorities and say, this guy conspired with me to steal the money. Now I've, the, the, the rightful owner of the money has taken the, uh, possession of the money and he tried to kill me as well as he actually was part of the whatever. So I'm turning him into the authority. So I'm now I'm scot-free. Was that the point? I, I don't, don't know. I, so. I don't, I don't think so. I, I think it was, I think that the point of that was, you know, the Commodore was still conscious at this point, it's like, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to kill Maverick to kind of give the illusion that he's they're not related not the Commodore, to the uh, Commodore. Yeah, Cooper. 
Yeah, Cooper was telling the Commodore, I'm going to kill Maverick, essentially. Right. And then the Commodore passes out, and then that's the end of it. So his secret yeah, is I, safe. Yeah, that's how I took it too, Chad. I took it as, oh, I see you know, what you he, mean. he is kind of covering for the fact that they're still going to be seen in public as two different, you know, not being related and all that sort of mess. Okay, I see. So that way he won't go after Mel Gibson to get to Coop. Okay, I actually buy that part. All right, so then I'll, I'll erase that part. But it's but still the overall point. Am I, am I am I still kind of accurate in that overall, the idea that. Because I mean, he he throws away a a, a thirty year career, for half a million bucks, like that doesn't seem. Right, like that doesn't seem like that seems out of again for the, if the whole point was to end up with the money, which he was going to do anyway, if his son wins, then why? Why did he still steal the still still right still steal the money? Yeah. Right, that's the thing. Well, because, because Maverick was never supposed to be there. But the but, uh, but, the, but he was. No, no. I mean, Alfred Molina had was supposed to stop him. Right, but, the but he was there, and but, I can't do anything because he's there. So you can't you can't act on killing him. You can't act on get rid of him. He gets locked in the the room. Hopefully, he doesn't show in forfeits. The they're no, sorry, they're going to steal the money regardless of what happens. Well, the Commodore is either going to win and then take it, or whoever else wins, he's going to do what he did. I mean, he says that in the in the movie. Yeah, but. I guess, but, so my problem is with that then is that it, Alfred Molina, um, Angel is his name, right? He's paid by the Commodore to keep Maverick out of the game, right? Mm-hmm. And Coop is aware of that. Uh, well, no, he's made aware of that at the end. He wasn't made, yeah. he didn't know that throughout the whole movie. Yeah, he, you know, he, he mentioned something along the lines of, you know, I, I didn't know you had what's-his-face too. Right, right, right. So... He, he's also being, you know, so we got that guy, that thing happening. But I guess my point is, is that if ultimately Coop was always going to just turn in the Commodore, then why doesn't he just, I mean, because now Alfred, or, uh, you know, Angel is dead, so the Commodore doesn't have any muscle. Like, why doesn't he just give the money to Maverick, and then he turns his gun on the Commodore and says... You're under arrest for trying to rig the game or something like that. Like I don't know. I just it seemed like a really long way just to have another flip, so that we have that moment where he sticks his gun at Maverick and he's like uh, something, 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 and then they end up joining each other in the bath or whatever, and then they look yeah. at each other's dicks, which was really weird. Um, but by the way, every time you say join each other in a bath, it just gets more awkward. weirder and weird. Yeah. 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 Uh, in the bath, in the bath. Isn't there a song? Didn't Andrew sing a song? About yes, it? Andrew sang that recital. song. In the bath. He walked out on stage with like a shower cap and a, and a, a rubber ducky. And a rubber ducky. Where was this? Cow. This was in oh, college. No. This was his. Uh, was it his? No, this uh, was uh, and on. Uh, um, well, he he did it. I think it's part of his recital or a yeah. recital at least. And then uh, he definitely did it for um, performance seminar. Yeah, performance seminar. Yeah. Oh this is gosh. a friend of ours that we all went to college with that Corny and Chad, Chad didn't live with him, but Corny lived with. Yes, um, I did. And he went to high school <laughs> with me. Uh, and he sung a song, and it's called In the Bath. And he literally came out, what did you say, in a, in, a, in, a, in a shower cap, in a rubber ducky. This is like a six-foot-two, 240-pound dude singing In the Bath. <laughs> it was hysterical. We all loved it. It was great. And 
because Andrew's he was he's always a kind of he's a natural performer anyway. Um, uh, so the ending is still kind of. So I don't. I don't. I mean, it, it still doesn't this, mean it's it's a bad. I mean, it's not a bad movie. No, it's not. It's just it it's missing a certain. I don't know resolution in my je mind. Ne sais quoi. I think what it is is that it's trying to be too clever and. Yeah. It, I mean, if we're having to have this deep of a conversation about the ending, <laughs> then they did something wrong. Yeah, well, they, yeah, they did. They did you play know? it wrong. Like, like some people have like deep conversations about the ending of Inception. Did the top fall or did it not? Did he ever actually wake up? Because they have you know, like people have these. But but that the point of that movie is to leave you guessing. Yeah, I don't think the point of this movie was to do that. I, you know what I'm saying? Um, those were two totally different movies. Um, but I do find it interesting, Sam, that this is one of the first times that I think you and I are pretty much on the same page about a movie. It's like Team <laughs> Team Alter. Alter? Alter. Team Alter or versus Team... The, the, the Devil. Uh, Logvins. Logvins. Logvins? Ev, Ev, Evgan. What? what? Are, are you having a stroke? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, or it's I'm the sorry, C's. Actually, it's What's the going C's. on? It's actually the C's versus the S's. That's actually kind of funny. Because you guys didn't really like the movie, and Sam and I did. I just think it's funny. Uh, that no, you, I liked it. Oh, you, I mean, just, I, you just said it wasn't a very good movie. It's just not a very good movie. Um, I, I, I guess I really can't disagree with all that uh, with you there. Uh, I will say this. I, down, I, I captured a, a, a lot of clips. Yeah, because last week we only had two, and that was sad. But this week I have a bunch, um, and I will play one now because I have nothing to think of right now to say. Lord, whatever I've done to piss you off, if you could just get me out of this and somehow let me know what it was, I promise I rectify the situation. It's a good prayer. Whatever <laughs> I've done to piss you off, I like that. Um. Did you guys notice when you went into town that there was Asians running a laundromat? I'm like, is that a racist joke? <laughs> this this whole movie was just full of these little racial jokes, and they made me laugh every time because because like now for whatever reason, like we live in this society where like you can't make those types of jokes. Yeah, you know, without someone getting offended, and and it kind of sucks right now because yeah try making try making blazing saddles nowadays oh you couldn't there's no way especially yeah. in the last three years there's no way that movie could get made i don't think and that... i was thinking about it the other day um even another uh mel brooks uh, the the producers mm -hmm. um i read something online the other day where they were trying to shut him down on broadway because of the content yeah because of the nazis and things yeah Speaking, it just blows my mind. Speaking of Nazis, you guys see that tweet by Kurt Schilling? Kurt Schilling? He's, no. a, he's a baseball player. He, oh, yeah. He, he, uh... he, he tweets out this little graphic that says that, like, 7% of all Muslims are extreme. Only And then it says, like, 7% of all Germans are Nazis or something like that. Like, it's a cheap little meme. But basically, the the point of the meme, like the way it reads, is that like he's comparing the Muslims to Nazis, and so that tweet got pulled. Like really, regular Muslims? Yeah, like just like all Muslims, like like a small percentage of Muslims, you know, are or whatever, and then 
a small percentage of Germans were Nazis or something like that. And so it's like, wait a minute. Um, anyway. Um, I saw a meme comparing uh, Donald Trump to Hitler. I've seen many of those. <laughs> um, uh, but this is not a political podcast. No, so, it no. is not. It's just I, I actually am a little scared that that Donald Trump thing might have more steam than we think or hope. Um, again, <laughs> I'm not trying to force my political views on anything or anyone. I just think that the notion of that that man could be in charge of the country is just a little terrifying. But that's why this is why we have the electoral college. Yeah, um, yeah. No, that's still scary. Yeah, it, I mean, there's also scary though that the number three guy in the country, like number three, is a guy named D's Nuts. <laughs> I saw that too. That, that is just cracks me up. That is real. It's a 15 year old kid who's done a who's done a uh, grassroots uh, write in campaign. He's at he's sitting at nine percent. And his name is D's Nuts. I mean, would it you though? I mean, someone calls up, <laughs> and you see these names. Yeah, I would, would certainly you vote for vote Hillary, for Trump, nuts. or D's Nuts. I'm like, oh, that's Jesus. hysterical. I just want to. It's just funny just hearing like these old white guys on like Fox News and CNN saying D's Nuts is a uh, third. It's just hysterical. Which it is, reminds me of uh, when when we were in the fraternity and we'd be voting in alumni secretary. And we'd always nominate some kind of crazy uh, chicken, or or a faculty <laughs> member that had no clue, and they'd they get so darn close to winning because nobody cared. That's hysterical. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Oh, such is life. Yep. All right. I'd vote for Commodore though. The Commodore. Yeah. Uh, what about someone named the Captain? The Captain. Yeah, he's from uh, How I Met Your Mother. She is. Yeah, you call boats, it boats, boats. The, Yeah, exactly. I love that oh, whole bit where he's like, if you only show his eyes, he wants to murder you. But when you show like his like <laughs> smile, he's like, he's friendly, wants to murder you. He's happy, wants to kill you in your sleep. You know, it's funny. Um, anyway, I'm all over the map tonight. Um, here's a slightly racist joke. From the moment I slapped eyes on this hombre, I smelled trouble. Refried beans. <laughs> is it is it racist? Maybe it was the truth. I know, but you I, know, stereotypes are they are there because most of them are true. That, that's oh, that's so terrible. Slightly <laughs> true, ish. Oh, Funny, Lord. but true. Uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm not gonna travel there with you, pal. But I'll say this: <laughs> if if the guy had walked in was as white as Mel Gibson, and he says the joke, it's not funny. It's funny because he's a Mexican. Like, you know what I'm saying? Spaniard. Well, what? Spaniard. Is he Spaniard? No. Spaniard. They make reference to the Spaniard. I think. Oh, yeah, they do. What was that gladiator? Well, they, they oh, do this, call him they, the Spaniard. They, Spaniard. Spaniard. Yeah. They, they do say, they call him the Spaniard. Yeah, he does say it because he doesn't call him Angel. And he's like, the Commodore has a paracon, the Spaniard has such and such. And I don't have a clue what. You're right. They do call him the Spaniard. But uh, it's. Um, I don't think he's from Spain. He looks like he's from Mexico. Though Alfred Molina himself is, he he has the that like interesting distinction of just being generic European, so he can play whatever he wants. You know what I'm talking about? Very like true. very true. Oh, well, he's he's English. He's just English. So like, you want him to be Mexican? Fine. We just give him a little spray tan. You want him to be German? He can do that too. Like if if you're foreign, you can play anything. 
Like we're we're just you know what I'm saying. Like being Kingsley, you can play an Indian, like native, like a like a like a you know Indian from India, Indian, and Gandhi, or you could be whatever. You know, it's just um, anyway. Because he played a Muslim in that. What was that movie? Corning, the video game, Santa Time, Prince of Persia. Yes. Yeah, he was a Persian, I guess. What do you have against Persians? Nothing. They make great rugs. Um, <laughs> that was actually a little racist. I'm sorry. That was. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know, it's funny. <laughs> it was actually uh, not funny, haha. But like you, the th- four of us, I think, all went and saw the movie Three Hundred, right? Together. Yes. Yeah, and I remember after that movie came out, like the country of Iran, like and Saudi, like Iran, yeah, Iran, like got all angry, and they're like, "This movie is anti, you know, whatever." And they're like, "Wait, this is history. This is this is what happened." Sort of. I mean, very, 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 very Hollywood eyes. But the Persians did invade the Greeks, you know, and there was a big battle. Like that was real. But it was just funny because they kept calling them in the movie, they kept calling them Persians, and no one knows now that the Persians are, in fact, Saudi Arabia and Iran and that, that, that territory. Like, people don't know that now. So, anyway. The more you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I thought this was hilarious. <clears throat> now, it's time for you to do a little something that I want. How dare you? I'm a lady, not in a million years. Not if you were a hundred years old, not if I was a hundred years old, not a hundred years old. I don't want to go to bed with you, lady. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Why not? I'd be too frightened. Oh, what if I dozed off? God knows what parts of me you'd steal. I'd wake up with all sorts of things missing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's a Lorena Bobbitt-like reference, but it was still funny. Um, oh, was it? Uh, so when did this movie come out? Ninety four. Uh, I mean, four. it's right yeah. around that time. I'm thinking, yeah. Uh, I'm, let's find out. Sam, Chad, you you get the Lorena Bobbitt reference, right? All right, Chad gets it. Sam. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. If you don't know, listener, if you don't know what we're talking about, like you're too young or just you don't know what that is. Um, Basically, a, 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 a wife got really, really yes, mad. Yes, tell us about this. Yeah, well, a wife yeah, got go re- really, yeah. really... What is this? <laughs> are you, you going to let me tell the story or not? What? Oh, a wife... You want to cut you short. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> she cut off his wiener. There it is. Cut um, your junk off. She cut your junk off. That's right. Oh, wow, a that banana. was a really sharp comment you made. I know. Yeah, cuts to the core. Oof. Oh, that one actually kind of hurt. Slice the tension with uh, this a thing, knife. This, uh, apparently, this thing happened in 1993. So yeah, hey. I yeah. think it's it's still relevant enough. I think that's partly what it's for. I think that's um, so. Good job there. Um, I like how he says that whole. So that whole thing with Johnny Harden at the poker table, and he's like, "I want to be a gambler. Do you want to hand or a gunfighter?" Apparently that was an actual profession because I was looking up some stuff about that. That was an actual thing. Like he would literally just travel around and challenge people and then kill them and then take their money. Oh wow! And somehow that was okay. You know, it was okay if you didn't shoot first. The old west. Yeah, it's the old (laughs) west. It's just if you don't shoot first. I was in self-defense as I stood here, ninety paces from him, at six o'clock on the dot, uh, and someone said, "Draw." Like what? 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's the old west. You know, it was. Um, where the hell is it? Oh, you know, because it was. It was a different time. So there you go. It's true. Thanks for clearing that up, Chad. Yeah. Ain't no problem. <laughs> we do what we can. <laughs> I can tell, uh, it's so funny. That you, I definitely tell you're on a different mic tonight. That's okay. Um, what? Paying people to get beat. Oh, yeah, I thought that was funny. Oh, the Lethal Weapon reference. Well, yes. here it is. I laughed. shit. <laughs> I love it. So now I, I have, love it how they, you know, when he was actually robbing the bank yeah. and they like look at each other. It's like, what? Do I know you? Do I know you? No, no. Yeah, Wait, he, do I know you? Uh, Nah, nah, couldn't be. Yeah, and then they and then they walk away from each other. They both like Mel Gibson's still kind of like, did I know him? Uh, yeah, I was. I thought it was hysterical. But like when I was thirteen watching it, I didn't think I didn't really get the reference. Like I had to ask Dad, and he's like, oh, there are other movies together. But like now that I've seen all four Lethal Weapon movies like twelve times, that's what makes it that 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 gag is funnier to me. So now I have. Oh, shit. I have that forever now. <laughs> What so was it? I guess the question is. I mean, did you roll your eyes? Did you laugh? Or was this kind of like is that a little too over the top? Oh no, I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. Because again, I it's, chuckled. It's I didn't really get a full laugh. I, I chuckled. I, I, nothing in this world is real. You know, I just I'm surprised we didn't see like airplanes or something. You know, I mean, like it didn't. <laughs> you know, I just no, nothing was real. Um, and that, that was okay. It just seemed, it seemed ridiculous. So here's another thing I kept, is every time I see this movie and whenever I think about Westerns, uh, you're like, we put our money in banks, right? Mm-hmm. And 90% of the time it's not actual cash. It's just electronic, it's just ones and zeros. But back then they actually, it was a real bank. It was an actual bank. But like, why would you ever put your money in a bank? Because people know that that's where it is, so that's what they're gonna rob. It just didn't make any sense. Like banks, we put money in our bank now because the bank takes our money and then they use it for other things and then they give us interest on that. On that, but did the banks do that back then? Or like was still the, the idea? Well, there was, you still had to get loans. So they, they what they would do is they would sweep in, you know, and basically you'd get a loan from the bank and then they'd be like, okay, well, you're required to keep so-and-so on deposit. You know, oh, while you're here, we can do savings, blah, blah, blah. Uh, keep it safe here. You know, it's always safer in a locked-up vault than it is under your, I don't know, mattress. Under your mattress, yeah. Now, whether that's true or not, you know, we, you know, we all think of Westerns and we all think, you know, banks are getting robbed all the time, but in the real Western world, it wasn't that bad. Uh, okay, if you say so. It certainly happened. Yeah, just like it does today. Um, luckily, today we have the FDIC to help us out. But back then, it wasn't, you know... It's like nowadays, you watch TV, you think a serial killer is around every bend. Well, they are, because that's what Criminal Minds has taught me. <laughs> so you see a Western. Yeah, Criminal Minds. I don't every, want to go anywhere in the dark. Every bank is <laughs> is getting robbed. Yeah, it is funny because that's kind of how it was in, in in like these westerns. It literally is like every other bank gets robbed, and there's a shootout in every other place, and um, uh, everyone is like everyone sleeps with whores, and 
and you know, but and that's just Gastonia. That's <laughs> just just that's West Gastonia. Wow, <laughs> that's just West Gastonia. Hey, you know, we haven't mentioned Detroit, but uh, <laughs> when uh, <laughs> sorry, as Sean was describing, uh, you know, what what you expect in a Western, you know, dirt and death and grime. I thought no one's gonna say Detroit here. Okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just just uh, a sandy Detroit. There you go. With uh, um, yeah, we had a hang-in in the movie. That's always in westerns. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Trains. There's usually some kind of train for some reason. Um, or horse. This riding. one had yeah, the pedal like, boat, was which, which was a little different. Yeah, pedal boats aren't aren't real big in that. So, um. I don't remember what this clip is. I figure it's their fault, too, for being on our land before we got here. I love that clip. It's hysterical. Because people believe that. Like, you know, like, he's saying it totally tongue-in-cheek, you know? But, like, this... Like, people believe that. I'm... Uh, I don't... Well, it, she doesn't listen to this. I know she doesn't. I had a boss when, when I was in college, uh, Corny and Chad, when I worked at the pizzeria. Oh, um, Right. Oh, I, I had I had the same boss. Uh, wait. You worked at the pizzeria? Yeah. When? First semester. Before me or after me? I took your job. You left, and oh, I took yeah, your I job. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. So you remember our boss? <laughs> yes. Right? Yes, I do. She was super nice, and she was very fair, and she was a good boss. But damn it, if she wasn't racist. Oh, <laughs> holy crap! <laughs> um. So when I was literally at work, I was doing my shift when we invaded Iraq to after oh, no. after nine eleven. Right, and she what she had the TV on. She brought a TV in to watch it. So after 9/11, because we were all in college when it happened, and then I had to work that next night, and then we had the or that night or the next night, whatever it was. But when when um, President Bush gave his basically his his no fear. I have a dream speech. Yeah, yeah, his yeah his big kind of shining moment that allowed him to study. Yeah, the 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 <laughs> what's the, the we're gonna <laughs> use we're gonna use strategy and. Um, things like that, right? And um, and then the next week when we actually invaded Iraq, like they had like news coverage of the invasion, she was literally cheering and saying stuff like, "You kill those MF towel heads," and it's Jeez. and it's like we we need to go over there so we can get our oil from their land. And I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like, um, that's. That's not right. <laughs> that is not okay. That is not okay. I'm going to go deliver a pizza now. No, there's uh, not one to deliver. That's okay. I'm going to go make one. <laughs> um, Although we got to do that often. It was actually really nice. Yeah. I actually got really good at making pizzas. Like when it was really busy, I would make it myself and then like, like pie, like, like, like toss it and then top it and then stick it in the oven. And then I would pull it out and then cut it and put it in a box and then leave. Um, <laughs> Much like Lorena Bobbitt did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one still makes me laugh out loud. I saw it like um, my wife was, uh, she'd fallen asleep at this point when I was watching it, and I laughed so hard that this woke her up, but it still makes me laugh. You know, the next time you people come to drive us off our land, I'm going to find a nice piece of swamp land that's so god awful, maybe then you'll leave us the hell alone. <laughs> I love it. It's so funny because it's true. Um, this was also funny. Madam, we have rules about that on board ship. Wait a minute, that's, that's my gun. 
Oh, it's your gun. Yeah, it's mine. Uh, do you swim? No, but she does, and it's her gun. Oh, it's her gun, and this one? This is hers, too? Just carrying it for her. Oh, what a jerk. <laughs> he went from, like, chivalrous guy to douchebag in, like, one second. Good job. And lastly... Did she get worth a damn, man? Everybody's got a gun! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone did have a gun. <laughs> yeah. There's a... Did she get thrown from the boat, too? Who? The white lady that he accused of the gun. Yeah, he was. That's what I thought. Um, there's a scene. There's a movie, and I can't remember what it is. Um, even if I was more awake, I still don't think I could remember what it was. But basically, there's a scene where like a bad guy pulls out like one of those little derringers on the wrist, you know, actuator thing, right? And then someone else does it, and like seven other people do it, and like because they're like all playing cards, and everyone pulls this gun out, right? And he's like, "We get it. You all have derringers. No one cares." And then they all like let go, and it falls back into their arms. Um. Uh. Anyway. That was the best story I've ever. Heard. You know, I is uh, halfway through it. I realized that this story is not going to end well, and I'm going to get a Bobo moment for this. <laughs> I knew it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to finish it, and then I'm going to own it. There you go, like a man. There's like nothing else. There's nothing else to do at this point. Um. <laughs> uh, oh crap! I just have it. Oh. Um. The uh, the I don't know if you guys noticed. Uh, I, for some reason, it like. Was a, stuck at me like a sore thumb. Like the big Russian dude was the guy that played Bluto in the Popeye movie with Robin Williams. I don't know why I thought of that, but it did. You know, um, I never saw that movie. It's. I heard it, it was really dumb. It what is? I mean, it's kind of a car. It's kind of a musical thing, but Popeye doesn't really get to do Popeye things. But Robin Williams as Popeye is great because he does that like weird like. Well, not just that, but he does that mumbling thing. Oh, you, 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 you. yeah. Oh, you, oh, you. And she's like, "What kind of a name is Sweet Pea? What kind of same? What kind of a name is Olive Oil? You know, you know. And you got Baby Oil, and then you're gonna have like so. Like he does that weird thing that only Robin Williams can do. Uh, it's it, it's worth watching. I think it was streaming on Netflix for a while. I don't want to watch it for this podcast, but um, it was was this movie Maverick? Was this one of the first times we've been racist towards Russians? Uh, no, no, no! I'm sure we've, 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 we've. Well, we, I'm, we, we make, yeah, we make fun of them all the time, especially when we watch the Shadow Recruit. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, we're in Russia, it's cold, and we have to play this ba da 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 music all the time, and <laughs> ba da da da. That's actually the the the, the music from <laughs> Hunt for October. <laughs> but it's the same thing, you know. It's like uh, they all look alike. Yeah, they're all well, they're all cold and angry. Europeans? They're, yeah. Well, no, just Russians. But there's still... <laughs> I watched this really cool video on, like, like the death toll of, like, World War II, and they put it, like, in a on graph. Stalingrad? Well, not just Stalingrad, but they put, like, a graph. Like, they actually... Oh, yeah, with the actual... Every person that died. Oh, my gosh. It's, like, more people died in the Battle of Stalingrad between the Germans and the Russians than have died in any war since or something like that. Holy yeah. poop. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, like we, we look back as Americans and go, man, we lost, I think we, Americans, it was like 300,000 troops died or 400,000. They lost like, I think the Russians themselves lost like 2.8 million troops. It's insane that amount of that number, two point eight million. The fact that they had that big enough army, um, 
and they had all this other stuff. It was really, it was actually really, really interesting. But I like, like more people, more, more Americans died in the D-Day invasion than in the 12 years that we've been in Iraq. And, you know, it's just like when, when you put it into perspective, you know, it's just like, oh, wow, well, okay. Um, but anyway, um, I'm really all over the place tonight. I apologize. Or maybe it makes the show better. I don't know. I did think it was, <laughs> I did think it was funny when he said, oh, he, it's okay, he's dying when the, when the um, Graham Greene was, like, telling the Russian to go shoot Mel Gibson. He's like, <laughs> oh, it's okay, he's very old. He smoked too much tobacco. Like, wait, that... They wouldn't have known that that was a thing back then, you know? I mean, back then it was like, oh, you got a, you got a cough? Here's a cigarette, you know? Yeah. Uh, you've got typhoid pneumonia? Here's some tobacco. Rub it on it, you know? So um, I just like saying typhoid pneumonia, by the way. Anyway, um, that's kind of it, really. That's a lot to say about that. Yeah. Cheaters get tossed. That was kind of funny, too. Uh, and we did have, like, three poker montages but i'm not gonna play it again instead oh. i'm gonna play none of these because it won't fit um stupid effing book <laughs> oh heck my mouse is literally over that right now i um, can i can sense it now yeah i'm not gonna play it tropes i only wrote uh the flashback intro trope you know like we 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 see a thing and then we have to flash back to how do we get to this part that's a trope um and then as the music the music builds and the montage is the poker playing gets more intense, I guess. And then dog guilt was another one that I wrote. You remember, you know, when um, Margaret Mary and Mary Margaret are like, we're, we're $3,000 short now. And then oh, like, yeah. Mel Gibson like looks around and everyone's giving the guilt trip. Even the dog is giving him the guilt trip. And I thought that was pretty funny. And so I, I think that maybe, maybe it's a trope, maybe not. I don't know. Did you guys notice that Margaret Mary, whichever one of the ones was, the one that had the wedding dress, that's Margot Kidder? Yes. Yes, I did notice that. Oh, I did not notice that. Yeah, who is she, of course, she's from, uh, from Superman. Basically, Richard Donner was like, hey, anyone who wants to be in my movie, that's been in a movie of mine previously, why don't you come on over and hang out? But this looked like a movie that you would have fun oh, being yeah. on set. Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure it was. I mean, there was... I mean, no unless you're Jewish and in front of Mel Gibson, <laughs> I think you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> let's just keep kicking that dead horse. <laughs> and I'm okay with it because he deserves it. Man, he went crazy, didn't he? Yes, he did. Um, and it's a shame. It happens. It does happen. Um, well, does it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, sorry. Was... Do, do you all of a sudden you just become like vocally anti-Semitic and be just, uh, I don't know. Chad, you still with us? Or are you, you, yes, you, I'm still here. Have you transformed yet? No, I have yet. not. Chad, did you enjoy your brownie? Oh, my! That brownie was like the. It was on point. Are you a Are you a brownie hound? Uh, no. <laughs> you remember what that's from, right? Brownie. Uh, hound? You don't remember that? No. What's that from? It is from. Yeah, I got a question. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Give you the uh, answer to that question, oh, Mr. Lender, next Saturday. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. That man is a brownie hound. There you go. Built-in microphone. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't the... remember that line. I don't know what that was. What was that? 
What in the world? I don't know. What was that? Okay. It's literally entitled Special Little Boy. What the hell is this? <laughs> I am so Sean, can you take that laptop? Now. You need to set it on fire? Hold and on. I got to play it. I got to find out what it is. Built-in microphone. Oh, it's Steve. Why do you so call Steve, it Special Little where Boy? Where are you from? I'm from High Point, North Carolina. Now I live in Nashville, and I'm a special little boy. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay. I remember. <laughs> I remember why we recorded that. Now, um, we did when we did the Die Hard episode. He did it from his backyard, um, and we were we were testing. He had a couple different microphones, and we were testing which one sounded the best. And so I was recording different ones. <laughs> and that's what he said. I forgot that I kept that. <laughs> I want to awesome. I want to capture out that I'm a special little boy and just make that like his ringtone for me or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you just never know what my computer is just going to do. This is great. Oh my gosh. audible.com sponsored this fun little moment. Um uh, audibletrial.com slash cheap seat reviews where you can get the, um, the, the I think this is based, well it's based on a TV show but I think there's actually it's a book but I don't know, maybe not um, but you can go get you another good western to uh, to read and enjoy and listen to while you travel on those long road trips and, and things like that so audibletrial.com slash cheap seat reviews uh, I only put down two pieces of trivia because there wasn't a whole lot that I thought was really interesting because most of it was just um, I mean, it just wasn't very good. I mean, it was like the twenty-five thousand dollars needed to enter the poker tournament in the nineteenth-century America would be about eight or six hundred thousand in two two thousand and four terms. Whew. I mean, that's a lot, but whatever. And then there were a lot of other. It was just it's just really long. Mm-hmm. You know, like Steve Kahn, dealer during the poker tournament, also plays Mel Gibson. Martin Riggs is captain and lethal weapon. Uh, and which is kind of funny, but then it keeps going on about like why he got stuck in the chair and all this sort of stuff. It's really strange. Um, so, um, I did, however, capture. I wrote Jodie Foster's character was gracelessness in the film stems from the first scene she shot when she waits for Mel Gibson to help her down from the stagecoach. Instead, he took her parasol and walked away. She tried to get down alone and flopped to the ground. Director Richard Donner liked it so much that he kept the shot in the film and staged more scenes of her fumbling and stumbling, like being dumped through windows, etc. Uh, and I actually thought that was really funny. Like when she trips and fires his gun. Um, <laughs> that that kind of can't happen, but it was still funny. Because um, if you know how those single shot guns work, Chad, you know that that wouldn't work. I called you put the Chad. bullet in and... Well, no, yeah. it's a single. It's a single action. So you have to you have to hammer it back. You have to hammer it back before you can fire it. It won't just. You can't just pull the trigger and it'll fire. But you still got to put in the bullet. Yeah, you do have to put in the bullet. <laughs> My pappy once told me that fire a gun. It's before. It's important to make sure it's loaded. Now, boys and girls out there, listen to this podcast. That's that is words to live by in this world. Whenever you see something out there, make sure that you know if you're gonna do something, make sure that you're ready to do it. So wear a condom. 
<laughs> okay, the three of you have had something tonight and have not shared with me. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Where did that come from? I don't know. Oh. Is there some kind of correlation between a loaded gun and a condom or something? I don't know. That was oh, I'm pretty sure it is, actually. Oh my well, God. my pappy did say if you can't keep it zipped, keep it covered. That's right. Yeah, he yeah he did. Uh, no glove, no love, Chad. Just remember. It's true. Oh, Wrap it before God. you tap it. Um, my old that's boss. A, that's, a, that's enough of that. Yeah, our old boss, Corny, told me told me that uh, the one at the local theme park, not um, oh, not Pizzeria Lady. <laughs> um, although, although she probably could have. Yeah, I don't know. The initials of the stagecoach line in the movies are GMC. Which continued, uh, which continued the use of GMC trucks in the Richard Donner, Mel Gibson Lethal Weapon series. GMC trucks have been driven by Gibson's character in every Lethal Weapon movie. Uh, I gave this soundtrack grade a WF for Western fun. Now, I'm not talking about the, the music, the, the, the country music that Chad's talking about. I'm talking about the actual score. I thought the score was really good. The country music I didn't care about. I don't really like country music, but... Chad, you you were more attuned to that type of thing, and you weren't really a fan either, were you? No, I just grew up with grew up hearing it um, all the freaking time. Right. So I was I was I knew what it was, and I could place that me I could place that music in a definite time period. So the 90s, honestly, yeah. that music really took me out of the the it really took me out of the time frame of the movie. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, well, I'll, I'll agree to I'll agree to that too. That that's a that's a thing that I have I have issues with with a lot of movies that are supposed to be serious movies that do that that put recorded professional music, whatever the term, not, the, not professional music, but like. Contemporary, yeah, into a Are movie. You Batman? Yes, that's that was the biggest thing that drives me crazy is putting Prince in Batman. Like, <laughs> that is the single worst thing that they could have done to Batman because uh, I'm sorry, Batman Robin is the single worst thing they could have done to Batman. <laughs> okay, yeah, but that movie was but that movie was doomed to fail to, from the begin with. You, you could have had Aerosmith and Sting and whatever you wanted in the soundtrack. It was still going to be a piece of shit, but. The first Batman was was really really good. Ex- there were some other little little tiny moments, which we'll get into real soon, because um, it's coming up in a few weeks or soon. But the the whole Prince thing ruined not ruined, but it like it dates the movie. You know, yeah. if it mm-hmm. other than the the the, the, the kind of quality of the of the cameras and the the hairstyles. It doesn't. That movie doesn't necessarily have to be 1989, but then you put freaking Prince in it, and well, oh yeah, it's 1989. He might as well be singing that song "Party Like It's 18, 1989 or something like that. That was his, right? 1999. I know. It was, I knew it was 99. Okay, okay. It was the actual song, but like, uh, that was the that was the far-reaching joke I was going for. Yes, but I just yes. wanted to make sure that was in fact him who sang that. It was. In fact I, didn't, him. I didn't want to have another Central Africa moment. Um. <laughs> Good, good, good luck. What? What about Central Africa? I was saying I didn't want to have another moment where I like I made a 
this guy did this thing and it wasn't him. Like I said, for Central Africa, it doesn't exist. That's the point I'm trying to get at. Um, anyway. I'm with you, Sean. It's never I'm funny when you have to explain it. <laughs> what the hell was I saying? Oh, anyway, so, so but in this movie, uh, Chad, I, uh, uh, you grew up with that music, so you probably, it drove you crazy. I didn't, so I didn't really care. Um, and it doesn't bother me that it's in this movie because, again, we've established that this movie is not real, you know? If you would have put Garth Brooks in the new True Grit, I would have lost my mind. I would have been pissed. You know what I'm saying? Is that is that is that fair? Yeah. Because because yeah. True Grit's real. You know what I'm saying? It's a real. You know, it doesn't bother me that Queen is being played in um, a, a Knight's Tale. I don't know why a League of Their Own almost came out of their, my mouth. Um, <laughs> in a Knight's Tale. Because, Let's go on, Sam. Because I know, right? Because we established really early on in the movie, mainly with that song, what this movie is. This movie isn't real. Like this isn't a historical documentary type thing. Like this is a, this is a farce. This is a comedy, and it's you're here for a fun ride. Anyway, what did That's we what learn? Um, I learned that Richard Donner is very incestuous. There you go. Not incestuous. <laughs> That's not the word. What's the word? Um, <laughs> What is? <laughs> I'm a little, little scared. Not, yeah, it's actually, not incestuous. Well, Hollywood, I kind of think Hollywood's kind of incestuous in that way. But what's the word when like you only, you only hire your family? Is that nepotism? Nepotism. Yeah. So it'd be nepotistic. Yeah, he's very nepotistic. Nepotistic. Look at us pulling out big words tonight. That's great. I feel like we're all getting ready to take the SATs or something. Um, Bert. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Time for our top three. Ooh. So we did top three westerns, just keeping it simple. And it was funny when when Sam suggested this to be our top three, my brain like freaked the hell out because I was like, I don't watch westerns. And then we started this podcast tonight, and I've written down like six or seven. <laughs> That I have seen. So basically, I'm going to pick and choose what you don't say. <laughs> uh, so, Chad. Okay. So, my three, I'm going to go with, in no particular order, Tombstone. Okay. True Grit. Right. And I'm going to I'm gonna piss some people off and say, I like the new one. No, that's not pissing anyone. Oh, no, I agree. The I new the one, one is, and I was like, Err. Yeah, the new one is excellent. The old one is is downright silly. Yeah. Now, there are some people like, but it's not the Duke. Yeah, yeah. The only reason why the Duke did that movie was basically because it was a bad year for Oscars, and and the Oscars themselves were like, like he's, he's, he's kind of getting towards the end here, so we should just give him an Oscar for this movie. I mean, <laughs> it sounds mean. But everything that I've kind of heard and read when, when the first, when the new True Grit came out, the Coen Brothers True Grit came out, like all that stuff was coming out about that. No, the, the, the new one with uh, what's, his, what's his beak and what's your face? and James Vanderbeek. And um, Le Beef. That, it's great. It's really, really excellent. Yeah, I really liked it. I did too. And then my third one, um, you guys have probably never heard of it. It's called Paint Your Wagon. Oh. I is it a '50s '60s western or it's a '50s it's a '60s west '60s '70s western. It's got Clint Clint Eastwood in it, and he sings. Ah, 
1969. The two unlikely prospector partners share the same wife in a California gold rush mining town. Well, that's weird. (laughs) It is a Western musical. It's got Lee Marvin in it. It is hilarious. That looks funny. Okay. Tastes funny. Clint Eastwood's character's name is Pardner. (laughs) Pardner. And then Elizabeth Jean Seberg, I assume, is the wife. And her photo, which, of course, was from the 1940s or 50s. She's hot. I mean, she passed away at the age of 40 in 1979, which is really sad because that's really, really young. But in this photo, she's nice and she's hot. Um, So good for you, Clint Eastwood and (laughs) Lee Marvin. (laughs) What do you mean, ew? Ew, you're like a necrophilia. I'm not like looking at her dead body wanting to do stuff. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's a pretty she's an attractive woman in the photo that they're showing me on IMDb. Uh-huh. Gross. <laughs> Whatever. You're, you're a jerk. It's all right. <laughs> Corny. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So uh my number three. Um I'm gonna go with Wild Wild West. Oh, the... oh no. Oh, really? oh man. That makes me laugh. I I have a good time with that movie. Oh, it's terrible, I but I have a great passion. time. It's so bad. Oh, but no it's so more Mister Knife Guy. Oh. <laughs> you know me. I'm a I'm a fan of puns, and that movie is punerific. Oh, it's just crime and punishment. It's the Batman and Robin of westerns. It actually, oh my god, it is. Oh no no no! Here's the difference. That was meant to be a bad movie. It was never meant to be a a uh, good. Movie. Okay. Batman and Robin? No, 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 Wild Wild, Wild West. West. It was it's always really, meant to be silly. I mean, the guy silly and they're, they're, sorry. My my favorite scene is the uh, back and forth between uh, Will Smith and uh, Kevin Klein. Mick, Mick, yeah, Mick Wilcher. Oh, oh, him. Yeah, yeah. And they're going back and doing the. Uh, you better want to rise up for the occasion. Well, that yeah. would be. Uh, what is I, that whole scene is actually kind of funny. Yeah, with the, the you know, subtle racism in. Uh, making fun of a guy in wheelchair so yeah. stuff like that makes me laugh anyway um in my number two be tombstone because i'll be a huckleberry i'll be a huckleberry yeah actually i saw that uh, about two months ago i, I hate happy. to admit it i'm not a, I, i'm not a fan of tombstone or wider oh wow well. i hate i'll you. watch it it's not that i hate it it's just i, I don't know so There's i have some interesting that. things to say about those two movies but continue corny and my uh, number one, and uh, you, you actually may not have heard of this one, uh, Blazing Saddles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never heard of that movie. All right. Uh, Sam. Um, well, uh, <laughs> I've got actually Blazing Saddles was at my number three. So enjoy that one. All right. Um, yeah, I've got uh, Jurassic Park. Stop it. That- well, he, he wears a cowboy hat. No, no, no. Ellen Grant wears a cowboy hat. It's not a cowboy hat. It's a fedora. and Because yeah. um, Indiana Jones is in a Western, and he's wearing a fedora. So, Chad? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I only got to my third. My no number rule. two is True Get, and my number one is Back to the Future 3. Okay. At least okay. it's an actual Western. <laughs> oh, the one with Joe Pesci? Yeah. Um, all right. So, I wrote down a bunch um, so I'm, you- I'm going to take Tombstone out, even though it's a really, really great film. Now, I have actually been to Tombstone, Arizona. I've actually been there and walked there and took pictures and saw the shootout in the OK Corral and things like Is that. Is it legal? Is it? What? Are you, are you <laughs> trespassing? Oh, no. 
Are you sure? Why we, I'm confused. Where's the joke going here? No, I'm just. I just want to make sure that our our listeners know that you were there, in a capacity non criminal, like. What? How? I'm still confused. How else would I be in the city of Tombstone, Arizona, other than? Listen, I can say, hey, I'm going to Gastonia in my black cloak and drop <laughs> drop raw pieces meat of meat. meat. <laughs> Gosh. Raw meat off at children's playgrounds. That was a woman, by the way. Was it? Did they find out who it was? Yeah, they caught her. It's a woman. What was she doing? It's a college experiment. It was. Uh, it was a social experiment. Oh, it freaked I everybody out. I sure the hell did. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I mean, I was like, that's freaking like down the street from where we live. <laughs> Sarah, you t- you're not taking Duckland anywhere. <laughs> ah, but yeah. no, I just wanted to make sure that you were, uh, you know, above the law. Above the law. No one is above the law, Sam. He is the law. All right. Oh. Um, <laughs> I get, I set that up for him perfectly. Yeah. You did, Sam. You did. He, he, there. There you go. Um. He's a redhead. He didn't understand. Stop it. Wow. What, what, you, what did you start getting on this, Bernie? <laughs> I, I expect this kind of stuff from Sam and Chad. Hey, I've been good. I have been very you, good you, lately. You have been. And I well, you and Sam have been agreeing lately, so I, I can't have that. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> anyway, well, other than Sam's weirdness. So I've been to, uh, to Tombstone. It's a really cool place. And... Um, I was actually asking, like, you know, people that were like the shop owners, like, are you guys from here? And they're like, yeah, we're born here, whatever. And I was like, okay, which movie do you like? And the overwhelming majority said, Kevin Costner is a better Wyatt Earp than Kurt Russell, but Tombstone is a better movie. Does that make sense? So if you could take Kevin Costner's portrayal and put it into Tombstone with... Val Kilmer as what? What's his face? Doc, uh, Doc, Doc, Doc Holliday. Hollywood. Yeah, Doc Hollywood. Doc Holiday. Holiday. Yeah, that's a different Doc. Um, <laughs> Marty. But, well, no, Doc. Doc. Well, Stop yeah. Shaking. Yeah. Stop. Oh, 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 too soon. Jeez. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, I'm in a bit of an evil mood tonight. I got yeah, to clearly. So maybe Sam was the one that wrote that email. <laughs> Actually, um, hmm. he's going to start pinging that email address real soon here and find out. Uh, so no, so yeah, so I um, Tombstone I put on the list because I think Tombstone's a better movie, but you put I think Kevin Costner is actually really good in Wyatt Earp. Uh, it's just a too it's too long of a movie. It's a long ass movie. It's like a two hour and forty minute movie. Uh, my number so I, my actual number three is um, American Outlaws with. Uh, Colin Farrell? Uh, yeah, no, Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah, Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell. And um, it's the it's the it's the um. I, I love how you automatically dismiss me. By the way, <laughs> I just assumed you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said Colin Farrell, and my brain pictured Will Farrell, and that's what I was like. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not right. Um, but it's about the uh, it's the famous Jesse James outlaw. It's about that. It's a pretty oh, good movie. Okay. It's got it's got Ali Larder in it too. She's hot. Um, my number two, I actually wrote True Grit, but because we've already said it, so I'm gonna go to my second number two and say Cowboys and Aliens. No, that movie is hilarious. I know some people hate it. I like it for some reason. I don't know why. It's it's the same reason why I like Waterworld. I just can't explain it. And my number one, corny. 
Shanghai Noon. Oh. <laughs> if I can find a movie with Jackie Chan in it for every, like, I don't know. I just, I love me some Jackie Chan. Owen Wilson is fun. It's a good movie. There you go. Well, it's not a good movie, but it's a fun movie. Okay. And Lucy Liu's in it, and she's hot too. Is she, uh, is she, she's not a dominatrix. No, (laughs) she is not. In fact, she is a princess or something. Email. Is she a princess dominatrix? No, she's not. She's not. Uh, (laughs) email. We have, uh, we have two emails. One from our good friend, Andrew. He says, Hey guys, a really good Russell Crowe movie is virtuosity. I think it was one of his first Hollywood movies and it stars Denzel Washington. Do you guys ever see that? I did not, but I am. My, my, yeah, you I remember my the attention. name, but I don't remember the movie. Basically, um, they create like this computer program, right? Um, you know how in Demolition Man, where they they wired, De- um, not Denzel Washington, always been on black. What's his name? Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> it's from Passenger 57, okay? He says, yeah, he I says, know it. I, I know. Okay. I've used that line plenty of times. I know, yeah, I've said it um, in reference to you. Um, Anyway, he, they like engineer him, so like they create like this, um, like this ultimate bad guy, but he's actually like a computer program, so you can't kill him. And then Denzel Washington is tasked to kill him, and the, what's the times? No, to kill um, oh, Russell Crowe in the the virtuosity movie. Anyway, oh, okay, it's actually a the, the CGI in it looks horrendous, but it's kind of a good movie. Um, for its for its time, uh, and a movie I just saw on streaming is Necessary Roughness. Uh, I think I remember that one. Oh yeah, Scott Bakula and and uh, oh, then uh, Goldie Hawn. No, 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 it's the it's the Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Oh yeah, Kath, that's no, right. Kathy Ireland. That's what it is. Kathy yeah, okay, they're all the same. Yes, yes, and Sinbad is in it. Um, <laughs> jump your button. Jump your button. Run, Sinbad. <laughs> Uh, think, think the replacements in college with Scott Bakula instead of Keanu might be a good movie to get ready for football season. So I actually, oh, I'm actually okay I, with that. I, I'm a fan of that. Actually, I, you know, I really want to watch the uh, replacements with Keanu Reeves. That's actually a little that favorite a of mine. Movie. It's one of my favorite football movies. It kind of is mine too. It, Despite the, uh, the problems with spatial, uh, space in terms of how quickly he could get from the bay to, uh, to the oh, locker yeah, the... room. Oh yeah. You have, <laughs> yeah. You have, you have issues. He, he basically has, you know, some sort of wormhole set up. Well, that was a pretty boat. gnarly truck he had, so I mean, uh, did anybody just... see the uh, phone booth that was I mean, clearly beside his boathouse? Right. Yeah. Well, he oh, he cool. is Neo. He can fly. I mean, we've already seen that, that he can. So, let's um, Okay, is are they streaming doing that? I don't know. I'm looking for no, the no, re- they're, they're not. The replacements isn't? No, the replacements is not. I, I've, I I look about once, <laughs> once a couple months just to make sure it's not there. For replacements? Yeah, because I really want to do it for the podcast. Apparently, it's I can't spell necessary. Yeah, what necessary. Is, what, is, what does he say in the in the girls? No, I can't remember the his little speech he does in the. I don't know where you're, I don't know where you're going with that. Oh, chicks dig scars. Oh, yeah, there you go. T- yeah. Chicks dig scars. Um, glory. Pain is temporary. Glory yeah. is forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, Clifford Franklin. Clifford Franklin is. <laughs> you do know that I looks like I jerked off an elephant, right? Like this doesn't look natural. You know natural. that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and 
and Orlando Jones was never seen or heard from again. Oh no, he was in the TV show that uh, Sarah and I watch called The Show. What was it called? Shoot. I don't think it was called Shoot. No, it was actually Sleepy Hollow. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's hmm. the he's the police chief in Sleepy Hollow. He's yeah. a chief. Yeah. He's a flying dog. He's he's kind of an old dude now. I mean, in this in in the replacements that was two thousand. You know, Jeez. so you know. You, oh yeah. Fifteen years later, you know, so he's you know, looking forty. He's he's got a little gray. Wow. A little gray. Um. Anyway, the other thing that always confused me though about the replacements is like they're playing against other football stars. You know, like he goes, "Hey, can I get your autograph after the game?" He's like. And the guy makes fun of him, right? So, like, did only their team strike? That doesn't make I, any sense. Well, well other, the, other, other teams are A lot of people started crossing the picket lines. I, is that kind of like the quarterback when he came back? Right. So, like, so is that what we're saying? Is that, like, the Washington Nationals, the Washington, whatever they were called, the Washington, whatever they were. Generals? The Generals, yeah, yeah. Were they, were they the only team that had to put a, a team together? in the last four weeks of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause they're, they look like they were playing against other NFL players. He's like when Kirk, Kirk, cause Clifford Franklin does that. Like when he sees that he's lined up against a certain dude, he's like, Hey, can I get your autograph after the game? Whatever. And he's you like, got a scam. Yeah. That's what he says. Yeah, exactly. He says that. And he's like, okay, cool. Thanks man. So I was and always body slams him. Yeah. He just, yeah. Just yeah, ruins him. And uh, and so I always thought that was weird. It's like, well, wait a minute. Are the Washington team is they're the only ones that went on strike. That doesn't. You can't do that. You're 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 a union. You can't have part of the union strike. So uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but John Madden says he's necking with that cheerleader. What are they gonna do? Fire him? That's a great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'd be okay with necessary roughness though. I mean, it's a good yeah. movie. It's actually really good. Um. That's it. That's the show, right? Are we done? Oh, that's yeah. a, no, I have another email. How can oh, I have yeah. forgotten no. this email? <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of Cheap Seat Reviews, we have finally arrived as a legitimate podcast. Well, Sean, you've got 80 episodes in the can. That's true, we do. And we have listeners in other countries. That's also true. Say but what? We do. But this is the, like, like consistently, well, Canadian guys don't have consistent one, but... We have, for the first time ever, in my hand I'm holding, our very first hate email. <laughs> we have arrived. Um, I wish I had played, I wish I had some music. For the first time, we have hate email. <laughs> okay, that's all I had. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, I love it. And while while this guy was writing this hateful email, he was... I was eating pie. And that's what happened. So anyway, um, what kind of pie was it? Well, his, 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 his name is Peach State. Um, well, that's his email handler. Uh, email handle, Peach State, which is weird. You wanted an email, so I called to oblige. I was called to oblige. You suck. You all suck. If you guys were twice as smart, you'd still be stupid. Every sluggish word that comes out of your pot-marked faces makes me want to tear out my eardrums with a dull-edged plastic spatula. Would you like to know something that would make me exceedingly glad? 
You're being brutally you're being brutally sodomized by a shit encrusted shovel. Your loyal listener, Laws Handler. So there you go. Woo! Yes. Kind of. We have yeah. arrived. So one of I, I think this is one of three things. This is either someone who is just so hateful and he's just hating on us. I'm not sure why. He's just drinking the haterade and there you go. He's just hating on us. Two, he's someone's just just trolling us. Someone just being funny, whatever. I'm just going to say something and whatever. Create a fake email and just troll us. Or number three, it's someone that we actually know who's just being an ass. So um, either way, we appreciate Or Sam. We either or way, Sam. Yeah. Or so Sam, Sam just wanted to generate some drama. Um, wouldn't be the first time he's tried to sabotage It'll the show. always be Sam. I guess. Uh, I bet you said sabotage the show. <laughs> <laughs> like in my mind, the Sam's doing a leverage S thing where he's uh, you know, slowly replacing the uh your your desk screws with uh, jello. <laughs> <laughs> this week on cheap seat crash. Oh. I guess and, I, and all you hear is right. Damon Hardison. Yeah. Uh, uh, good times. Well, yeah, good watch. Thank you. So what it comes down to is we say thank you for your emails. We really appreciate your emails. Yes. And we will read apparently everything and anything on this. Absolutely. Podcast. I mean, if you know, I mean, and and uh, and uh, and this is how I look at it. If he took the time to write that, I am assuming it's a he. Usually females don't use that kind of language, but maybe not. So whoever have they are, been, wrote, have you ever been to Jersey? <laughs> no. Um, well, actually, I have. Uh, actually, I have. Uh, I, my wife has family there. Um, oh, whoops. Sorry. So, sorry. so yes, <laughs> and and yes, Corny, they do talk like that. Um, but what was I going to say? I don't remember. Oh, the point I was trying to say is that he took the time to write that, so he wants to make sure that he got read on air. So, thank you, listener. I know you're out there. Um, what's coming up next? Next week is Enemy at the Gates. Speaking, I've not seen that one yet. I'm speaking of excited. Stalingrad, I, I didn't even really mean to do that. I forgot that was what we were coming up next. But yeah, Enemy at the Gates is coming up next. It's the the Jude, I am the law, and Ed has no Harris. And Ed Harris? Yeah, he's Ed Harris. Isn't he the guy that was on The, the Office? No, that was what? Ed Helms. Oh, Ed Helms. Okay. Yeah. It's fun to say he's a comedian. No, Ed Doesn't Harris. Right. Yeah, yeah, Ed Harris, the bad guy from the second National Treasure movie. Um, what else has Ed Harris been in? He's been in a bunch of stuff. The Rock. Wasn't he in The Rock? He was, yeah. He was the general in The Rock, yeah. Wait, Sam is getting people in movies now? What the I hell know, is right? going on? Yeah, right. Some people I like. Yeah, just only some. All right, so there you go. We, uh, Yeah, so yeah. Um, Enemy at the Gates is that. And then we've got, coming up on the list... We've got some other stuff. Batman. We've got Mortal Kombat, which, by the way, this will be the 20th anniversary of Mortal Kombat. Don't we feel old? Uh, yeah, so does the TV, or so does the movie. Hot Fuzz, we also got coming up. And I think right now we have our October list. Okay. Um, do we want to unveil it now or wait? Should we wait? Go ahead, go ahead and whip it out. You want to go ahead and just whip yeah, this Yeah, whip thing it in? out. All right. So coming up. For the month of October, for our kind of scary type movies, the first one was re- recommended by AOL Jeff, Fantastic Fear of Everything. Okay. Um, 
the second one, which was um, recommended to us by Andrew Jimison uh, and one of his students, I got our, uh, uh, was Zombievers. Oh, God. <laughs> I've been told that it's actually quite fun. Uh, number three, as requested by Jen, listener, our female listener, Jen, Saw. <laughs> I've seen it. That's pretty good. It's actually uh, pretty good. I actually have never seen it. Um, uh, I think I, you'll like it. I think you'll see that it's not quite what you think the Saw, you know. Well, my, my brother-in-law saw it, saw, <laughs> watched it, and he, he, he's like, dude, you have to watch it because it's not just... It's more of a psychological thriller than just people getting limbs cut off. Yeah. And then I'm kind of confused by what happened here, and apparently I either couldn't make up my mind. Because <laughs> I have two movies slated next to each other. What are they? Give me a second, and I'm going to see if... Yeah, okay, so they're both streaming. Um, so the last one, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to tell you what it is, because the four of us need to make a decision. <laughs> and we're gonna do that off. We're gonna do. We'll that talk about it next week. We'll we'll tell you, uh, you folks next week. Yes, we will. Week. So, but I'm sorry. We'll tell you singular next week uh, what it'll be. Yeah. Right. Whatever you ch- Sam just said. Uh, but next week is Enemy at the Gates. Um. Ooh. I think that's gonna do it. Um. You guys watching anything good recently? Anything? Oh no, we still gotta do our out of ten. Uh, dang it! Oh, that's right. Do it every time. Out of ten, Chad. I'm gonna give it a six. All right, a six. Spineless, gutless, cowardly gamblers. Yeah. Wait. What did, what did he say? You were saying something earlier. Uh, I don't gutless, remember. A gutless cheat. No, no, no. I didn't gutless say cheat. I uh, said said a uh, coward. But I was just teasing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Corny. Ah. Uh, I think I'll give it a five. All right. It's pretty pretty down the, the middle of the road. I, I can be happy with that. All right. Sam. Um, I'm going to give this one eight and a half. Wow. Almost dead engines out of ten. <laughs> I love this movie. Wow. Absolutely love this movie. Well, damn you. Damn you. Uh, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it seven... Dudes wearing wedding dresses. Um, out of ten, I liked it at a good time. I think it kind of holds up some parts, some doesn't, but uh, I still like it. There you go. Now I can play this. Uh, yeah. Enemy the Gates is coming up next. You guys watching anything cool? Any see anything good? No. 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 You, yeah, Sam and Chad, moving. you guys have been moving, so you've barely even had TV. Um, you guys are going to completely nerd on me and I don't really care, but I don't know why, but I just wanted a TV show to watch. And so I've started rewatching Star Trek Voyager and I'm actually really enjoying it, but next generation is on Netflix. It is I, pretty much all of it's on. Um, and I, I do need to actually go and rewatch next gen. I have not seen one episode of BSG or not BSG of deep space nine. Not one. It never oh. appealed to me. So I think I'm oh. going to have to eventually force feed myself some Deep Space Nine. Because I, I was always a fan of the movies. So. Kind of like Chris. you have to do those, those dead people you were oogling. Stop it. That's so weird. Don't, don't even joke about that. Because then people are going to like, what is he talking about? <laughs> uh, 
All right, you may, uh, our website, cheapseatreviews.com. Like us, <laughs> leave us a review on Stitcher or iTunes, even if it's a bad one about shovels and things. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews. Follow us on Twitter, at cheapseatcast. I am at Sean J. Allred, at Suniji16 is Sam, at Johnny Darko 16 is Corny, and at Maestro underscore Evans is Chad. Please send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. And on behalf of Corny, Chad, Sam, this is Sean saying thank you for listening and good night. And I'm a special little boy.